Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello. Hello. Episode 119 of the pod. How are you? I'm all good. How are you? Good. Um, I know you're cold with a blanket, but I'm not quite feeling it just yet. Well, I've just I've just donated it to Luna and she's shoved it off. So <laughs> very rude. I'm going to take it back. Because you're, you're, you're in a new build, aren't you? New builds tend to be warmer. They are. Yeah, they are warmer. Like we've not put the heating on yet. Ah, okay. Um, we had the we had this thing last year where we lasted to November. And now me and Matt have got like this thing in our head where we're like, well, last year we lasted to November. Um, and also we were working out, and I was like, so November, December, January, February, March. That means we'd have like the heating on for probably about five months minimum. Yeah, absolutely. So and it's eighteen degrees tomorrow. Yeah, it's still a mix, isn't it? I, I changed from my summer duvet to my winter duvet on um, at the weekend, like an old lady. Love so it. I've already I've made made steps to be more insulated yeah I get that we've um just made a plan to go to Tenerife in for the first week of Jan oh nice me and Matt were discussing this the other day like we've never been one to have some winter sun but we feel like we should start I've I've had apart from lockdown I think I've had winter sun for as long as I can remember yeah we tend to we tend to go away a lot of the time in the in the new year but it's always um like the breaks that I can think of in recent years, Krakow, New cold. York, cold, cold. cold. <laughs> yeah, like both cold experiences. Yeah, I think for me is that that first week, the first two weeks of Jan. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I fucking hate it. I hate it. Yeah, hate yeah. it. I hate the cold. I hate the grey. I hate the like vibe, the Jan January vibe. Mm. Um, so last year we went to um. Seville southern Spain and yeah it's not, you know it's not hot it's warm. it was like 13 to 15 degrees but at least it was like sunny and not depressing and mm-hmm. it didn't rain once um yeah. but uh Tenerife is as you know it's quite a famous like um January destination because it's pretty much the shortest flight you can take for average uh temperature of 21 degrees yeah um, so yeah, we. I mean, then so I've got to go to Italy, and then I've got to come back to London, and then fly out to Tenerife. So, um, are you, it's are you home? Freezing. Are you home in long in between? No, one day. Oh, oh okay. I'm not even yeah. home. I'll just be in London because if you fly from uh, fly to Tenerife from Manchester, it's, it's so expensive. But if you fly yeah. from London, it's not for some reason. That's interesting. Mm. Um. Yeah. 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 No, I. I think I might have a have a little look at where to go and also remember Jess PT language here any PTs um January is a five-week month so you can go away and it won't affect work yeah but you're basing that on how we structure our sessions that's why I said that's why I said PT language (laughs) um yeah that's that's uh that is true um this month's a five-week month so I'm working all five weeks and then I've got an extra week of sessions in the bag for some people are going to be plus sessions so it means I can go away Christmas and Jan and not have to rearrange anything any PTs listening will be like <laughs> yeah you taught me those ways oh yeah I remember yeah. I honestly yeah. I've got it my yeah, clients yeah. Like, you're like my clients always say you're like um rain man with the calendar I'm like they're like oh I can't come in next week I'm like don't worry October 2023 is a five week month. <laughs> yeah, well, session. You are very you are very good at that, that it's, it's so many years and, and I've, I've been trying to work out how to like do your sessions and not miss out on things like holidays and stuff because if you know with a piece you don't get paid holiday guys we don't get paid holiday yeah. Um, yeah, I worked true. out that or usually it's um March or April can't remember it's different every year and then august october and and december and sometimes december and jan um extra weeks in there yeah that's nice and if you have them then yeah yeah i um i'm gonna maybe try and take a a little bit a week off at christmas this year which would be nice 
Yeah. And so remember, a lot of people for, for Christmas and the first week of Jan, the gym's dead. There's no one yeah, there. Yeah. And, and often as well, we forget, don't we, as PTs, we're like, especially when the beginning, I think when I first started coaching, you're like, oh, I need to be, I need to be on all the time. Da, da, da. But reality is a lot of other people are wanting to take their time off and go away, especially yeah, they're things like, like Christmas. oh, are you in? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, do I have to come in? And I'm like, well, <laughs> no, no, of course you don't have to wait because I'm not going to be there. And I'm like, sweet, okay, I won't be there either. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, I, I'm going to escape some um, some nice sun this week. Uh, to some nice sun this weekend in Wales. Oh, <laughs> it's not. It's not supposed to be sunny. It's supposed to be rainy. Wales is lovely though. Yeah, it's my it's my wedding present to Matt. We're going. Uh, well, we're going to a golf course, so it's not really very exciting for me. But I get to like it'll be really pretty. I'm sure it'll be very pretty. Very pretty. That's nice. You got my wedding present. Yeah, I thought you were the gift. I were I am the gift. I'm, I'm, I'm the gift to me is that I get to drive a golf buggy around recklessly around a golf course at the weekend, which will just be entertaining. I'm sure. That sounds it's, his, it's his birthday also. Oh, nice. Okay, fair. Um. Anyway, <laughs> pod topic. Anyway. Uh, pod topic. Um. Today is how to know that you're still hung up on body image, and I think that Jess and I are fully qualified to talk about this as two people who are not I can openly say with my whole heart without a glimmer of dishonesty that I'm not hung up on it Jess yeah I would say declaration please yeah I would also agree um but what I would say is there are still moments where thoughts come into your head of a past self and you are aware of them where you wouldn't previously have been so Mm -hmm. an example that I can give is Obviously, everyone knows I've recently got married. Mm-hmm. When I was leading up to getting married, I changed absolutely nothing about uh, how I trained or mm-hmm. what I ate. Mm-hmm. But were there times through conversations that I had with other people or things where I maybe had to be more aware of my body than I would mm-hmm. normally be because I was trying on my mm-hmm. wedding dress, etc. Where those types of thoughts would spark. Uh, uh, trying on my wedding dress and the lady in the wedding dress mm-hmm. shop says like, oh, have you been have you been uh have you changed anything or have you been dieting or whatever and I'm like oh um no uh but have you been dieting interesting that it's just interesting isn't it so being more aware of those things I think um sometimes sometimes you can't avoid them because it's just through the culture that we live in is what I'm saying is and that, also, yeah yeah it's not right. that we're immune it's not that we're immune to no no definitely not immune to it and also, as just a as a disclaimer, as we've mentioned many times, Jess and I are both a size eight to ten, um, and a lot of people would be would think, oh well, you know that you won't have any issues anyway because you're, uh, what do they call it? Quite like white like, the societal standard of like you know you yeah. However, the people I know in my life. And not not clients or, you know, just throughout my life, the people I know who have had the worst body image are people who fit into those standards. Yeah. Yes, I know people who are not, who don't fit into that standard that have bad body, body image. But like Jess said, people are not immune. And I have had people f- from sizes six up to 12, which is small, right? Yeah. Um, have some of the worst body image I've witnessed. So yes, Jess and I can sit here and say as straight sized people, like, yeah, okay, we're we're less likely to have issues, but I wouldn't necessarily say that's the case in No, it's not a it's not a like if you are this size, then you will not think about do you know what I mean? It's oh my goodness, yeah. It's not like a this means that. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it's good to just to add that. Um, so how do you know you're still hung up? Um I had a little conversation last night from my post. Um, I'll read it, actually. Sometimes when you write a post like I did last night, you get people looking at it and you feel like, oh, not I feel attacked, but like, oh, actually, I think this is me. Um, And there was one um, on my post where I said, um, before before I would weigh my milk in my coffee and weigh each component of my Sunday roast, now I have my fitness pal deleted from my phone for the third year in a row. 
And someone replied to it saying, oh, I, I deleted it and then I keep re-deleting it. And like, I'm not worried about what I look like. I, you know, my body image is really good, but I keep re-downloading it and I keep going on it. I would say that's a sign that you're not as over as you think. Yeah. Because no, downloading my fitness pal hasn't been a thought in my head since 2018, 19. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even cross my mind, would never do it. However... Mm. If you feel also like like that, but you keep being tempted to do it because it's your safe place, I would argue that that is a definite sign that you're not as um, disinterested with the way you look than you think you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, and and I think sometimes we don't. Um, so some might say to that though, mm-hmm. "What's wrong with that?" what's 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 wrong with absolutely nothing in the context of what this person said Mm -hmm. it was a realization so for for someone it's not you know for some people like we always say it context matters like it doesn't matter at all but there are a lot of people out there who think oh yeah I don't really think about the way I look and obviously because it's now trendy in the industry unfortunately to not focus on aesthetics and to focus on other things I think people almost want to be, they think, oh, I want to be part of that. Like, I don't care what I look like. It's like, do you? Or are you, or just, saying it? Are you just saying it? Because it's like trendy at the moment. Coaches as well. Coaches as well. Yeah. I think this comes um, back to a conversation that we've had many times as well before, which is around, you know, the the before and after in photo industry. Mm-hmm. Of um, Me included did this, by the way, mm-hmm. of putting up pictures of the before and afters of your clients, mm-hmm. but then saying, it's not about what's in the photo. It's like, well, you're still, you're still playing into that <laughs> narrative by <laughs> yeah. saying, yeah. by saying, even if you say it's not. And I think that was probably a period where I was, where I was like, it's not about this, but I was still, obviously I still did think it was about it because I was still doing something that mm-hmm. reinforced that I thought it was important. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I just want to premise this by saying, as a co- I speak to coaches quite often, um, and I think being a coach for as long as I have been and you have been, Jess, it comes with the territory that there's going to be newer coaches who will message you and ask you questions, and I think that's totally fine. I I like it, um, but a lot of coaches say that they worry that not doing that is a threat to their business. Mm-hmm. I can re- I can reiterate it's not by the way because when yeah. I stopped doing it, it it didn't have an impact if anyone's worried and a lot of people and I think honestly oh how can I word this really well <clears throat> when I hear coaches say but that's what people want that's number one that's why I hear but that's what people want um but my clients only care about body fat my clients only care about Body, uh, the way their body looks my clients or if you really really look into that I would say without being horrible it's a projection what you're yeah. really saying is I care about that I care about it I think it matters so when I have a conversation with those clients so if, if my client said to me all I care about is oh I just want to I would be like, okay, let's have a chat. And I think it would be relatively simple to go through. Um, but I think what we know. And what we need to be aware of, though, is um, just because maybe that isn't as important to us, mm-hmm. we don't, um, as coaches, not allow people to express that it might still be important to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. And it can be. And it will be. To some, Obviously, we're not just saying that nobody nobody cares about it. But I have heard, oh, yeah, but... Oh, but they only care about it. No, it's a projection. It's a projection. You're saying I care about it. So I talk about it all the time. So my clients think about it all the time because I'm talking about it when really if if your clients want to work on stuff like that, fine, fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's all you talk about, guess what's going to be the topic of conversation most days? Yeah. I'll give you a clue. It's that. Um and as as someone who doesn't as I made it important in my business as a business value to not show myself and what I uh, yeah okay sometimes I'll put up training videos but I think that's okay <laughs> um, of I never post um, 
anything to do with no one knows what I look like really unless I have a uh, fitness stuff on a sports bra whatever and I I never get messages about it yeah I don't think that's um I don't I don't I think you can do that though and not get people just absolutely absolutely but, but that's, I think that's your, that's your personal choice yeah oh yeah it's definitely my personal choice because I noticed that beforehand every time I put pictures up in of my body or me my um engage I don't want to say the word engagement because it's not what I mean would always double yeah but even if it was a picture of you on holiday those pictures tend to get loads of likes because people do like seeing people Mm-hmm. whether or not it's you yeah. in a bikini or you in a like yeah absolutely dress down to the floor do you yeah. know what I mean absolutely I don't know I just I I have maybe it's completely unreasonable I have a, it's an ick for me yeah I know it's, and, and it, ick's are ick's are unreasonable right that's the whole point what makes it but for me posting myself in in a bikini or pants or whatever in in posed mm-hmm I think that's a big part of it is like, no, no, I don't, I don't judge people who do. I physically can't do it because I feel like it's my, if my job is fitness and I'm trying to go away from like aesthetics and looking a certain way. And then I suddenly po- po- post myself in a bikini posed. It's like, eh. Oh, yeah. Oh, and some people might be like, oh no, you know, post what you want. And I'm just like, yeah, me personally, ick, icky. 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 <laughs> Because I have had so many conversations with clients where they have said to me that that is one of the things that they love. The fact that I never talk about it. I never show myself. I'm not yeah. crop top, you know, I, I, I'm not in the gym with them wearing like shorts and a crop top. Like it, I, it's just not what I'm like. And the amount of people that have said to me in sessions, in one-to-one sessions, that um, they love that I don't really talk about it and that I don't really, you know have that as a topic of conversation they said that that's one of the things that's helped them the most so I just think for me to then be like fuck it <laughs> yeah fuck I, don't, it. I, don't, I, I, I think um I think with the photo thing I, I just think each their own whatever you probably absolutely but I, I, one thing I do agree on a lot is the um is the the narrative of us not talking about it as much as maybe the industry often does I think helps people a lot um mm-hmm. and I don't mean in a sense of a client comes to us and they say, uh, I really want to focus on losing weight, dropping body fat or whatever it might be. And then we just ignore them and be like, nope, nope, uh, strong no. skinny, or whatever. Like we don't, we don't just start <laughs> stealing <laughs> our own. <laughs> anyway, but, but, but through, through good questions and, and, and oh. conversation, we can understand why that's important to them. But then depending on where we are with the coach as a coach and that client, we can shape that conversation over time with them, depending on how often we see them, how often, uh, obviously, like, that comes up in conversation during their consults. Yeah. But a lot of the time, what I've tended to see with clients that have had those goals is when it crops up, it becomes, like, a, a less of a relevant point mm-hmm. when we're not talking about it all the time, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to when I am maybe first started coaching and I believed that, you had to ask for people's measurements every week. And I believe that you had to ask for people's photos and things like that, because that's what everyone mm-hmm. said you should do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a reason that it, it was the, the sole focus of what people cared about. Um, whereas when we don't do those things, people start to see what matters more to them with their health and fitness is what I found generally with the clients that I've worked with. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one of my things that I say to clients is, I, I believe, as I've said to you as well, Jess, and probably on this podcast, I, I believe in that first year with a coach more than many things in life. Um, I believe that if you can find a coach that you align with, who you like as well, not just align with, who you actually like as a person, um, yeah. and put a lot of work into the first year when it comes to training and just noticing with the food stuff I've seen so many people after that first year with with a different mindset with without really pushing it Mm -hmm. 
because if you train properly for a year not you understand that training doesn't always change the way you look but you notice so many other and once you've done it it's so much easier to understand it when you've literally seen yourself do it so Mm -hmm. you know people say on the internet like um uh training isn't for uh you know training in a certain way won't always change the way you look it's hard to believe that for someone who has always associated exercise with body image um but when you do it and you are the you are your own proof and you're standing right there and you train really hard and you're uh, you're really strong um you're doing things that you never thought you could do you're fitter um you're consistent with training which remember most people most people aren't in this country there's not many people who stick to a consistent program for a year you are the minority yeah, and once yeah. you do that you are your own proof yeah you start to realize that um if you want to go into the whole i call it manipulation of body weight cuz that's literally what it is um you got to buckle up baby Mm. You got to start. You got to make some changes that people do not want to make, which is totally fair. Um, and you got to keep those changes, and that's it. And I think, I think as well though, um, let's maybe caveat that by saying, mm. um, the manipulating a of bod like our body, um, mm. can often happen without a focus on the feeling. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So, so when Sasha and I say like us not putting a, a, a ginormous focus on it, ginormous, what a strange word to use, <laughs> ginormous um, fo- focus on it in our conversations with clients. That's because, not because we don't care or we don't think it's maybe um, uh, is important when they have that as a goal, but knowing what we know is often by making the changes that they need to make in their lives, whether that's improving improving their sleep quality or um, improving the amount of variety that they have in their diet or getting into a regular flow with spending time outside or training consistently, those things might naturally just happen anyway without us talking about it all the time and being like, look at this, look at this. It's like, look at this. Yeah. It's one of those ones where getting somebody enjoying the process as we hear all the time is so much more important than us focusing on those small little numbers and being like, here's your weight graph this week. Like, here's how many calories you put in. Here's how many calories you put out. Da-da-da-da. Oh, by the way, those numbers are just made up. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, those numbers aren't true because none of us have a, a true made up. Make believe. But it's like, it's, it, it's not because we don't see the value in it. It's just that us moving our clients closer towards health is more important Mm-hmm. and that can come with natural consequences that can help them anyway mm-hmm. um it's so it's so hard because I, I think we're, I th- I'm trying I'm trying to be really general in what I'm saying mm-hmm. because without coming up with like a specific person and specific situation you can't even say how that has exactly gone um let, let me let me mm-hmm. let me try and think of it um somebody I've worked with previously over the years um, and I, I remember them coming to me with the with the specific goal of wanting to lose weight, for, like for a specific event in their life. Um, and in the beginning, they said it was important because they just wanted to look really good for this event. That was that was what was important to them. Um, and they felt like they would be happier if they were were a certain size slash weight however they also wanted to feel a lot stronger they had other health markers that they were chasing and they knew that strength training was going to play a part in that Mm -hmm. so for me I was like okay cool definitely understand how how that's going to go over time we didn't focus massively on calorie counting or tracking or anything like that but what we did do when we first we first started working together was we looked at their day top to bottom from a nutrition point of view they gave me a food diary for a week and we sat down and we spoke about what that week looked like. What that often can do just by talking about it with somebody is highlight some of the most obvious things. How many times have mm-hmm. we done that? Like, <clears throat> so what do you notice looking at your food diary last week? Oh, first I really first question I always ask people, yeah. go, what do you think? And I go, doesn't matter what I think. 
what do you notice yeah and then they'll they'll say well actually I noticed that I probably leave too big a gaps between some of my meals or that wasn't the best choice because I was in a rush or um I have a habit of doing this on a night time okay where do you think that habit comes from oh it's probably because I didn't eat that meal because I've skipped it it's it's all these things yes but you're having the conversation with it so we didn't even talk about calories or anything like that we just focused focus on what what did you do a post about recently about behavior Mm -hmm. the behaviors that they were doing that were impacting the choices that they were making with food Mm -hmm. we focused on consistent training educated them on training worked together for a year did their body composition change yes yeah of course was it was it intentional through um body manipulation as you put it no did they get to that point and anything change in regards to how they felt? No. They literally said, oh, I actually thought I would feel a certain way when I got here. And I was like, well, yeah, but it's it's this I'll be happy when feeling, isn't it? Yeah. And he's like, and, th- and then when they left working with me, they said, the biggest thing I've realized through this process is that it wasn't that I thought I needed to be a certain size. It was that I just had no awareness of what was important to me mm-hmm. at the time. But yeah. I think that's we just don't know what is important because we're led by the media a lot of time shapes our goals I think yeah is it exactly. a big one? so exactly. this person was getting ready for an event and they were like I think I should and they didn't say this on my initial consult but over time it came out it was because everyone else said I should mm-hmm. literally it's the same as um as I always say it's the same as um in personal finance um Ramit's pod that I always name drop the amount of conversations I've heard on that podcast and I've listened to every app he's just behind us on app numbers actually I think it's yeah. like 115 he talks to people who don't know what they earn don't know what they spend right have no idea which is wild to me um and then he said, and then, but they always say, oh, I think I just need to earn just, and remember this is America, so it's a bit different. I think I just need to earn an extra 30 grand a year. And Ramit's like, where'd that come from? And it, they're just like, oh yeah, just 30. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, but you don't know what you earn now. Yeah. Like, so what? <laughs> yeah, just 30, I think. And Ramit's like, he, and he, cause he, he gets angry, which is why I like the pod. Cause I get angry too. Um, and he's like, what on earth are you talking about? He, he was like, where would that money go? I, like, I don't know. I just feel like I'd just be a bit more relaxed. And it's just like you you have no idea until yeah. you just have a think about it. And you know what? A lot of the time people then go on the podcast and they're like, Oh yeah, I earned that 30 grand more for two years. Oh, do you feel any different? Hmm, no, actually. And Ramit's like, hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> you won't you don't know what it's like. You, this destination thing, it you're never gonna know. And you're mm-hmm. going to let it pass you by unless you stop and think, where am I now? What don't I like about it? Where do I want to be? How do I get there? Okay. Yeah. You do realize that when you get there, it's not going to, you're not just going to be on top of the hill, a hill surrounded by rainbows and suddenly life makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're just going to do it again. Yeah. Oh yeah. But what about that? What about that though? Yeah. Oh, I know I lost 10 kilos, but my um, I've still got some fat on my lower stomach. So that'll be my next goal. And I'm just like, good luck with that. Good luck with that life. Because I've never yeah. seen it end well. And it's it and in fact I've seen more miserable people at that end. Yeah. And we're doing this for a fucking very long time. And uh, trust me on this. I think that's a good link to um our response our responsibility as coaches yeah. on this topic as well um, absolutely we have to tell you, the truth and you know that bit that you said though where it's like I'll be happier when or um people doing it again and again it's like I can think off the top of my head straight away of some people that I see who go through the cut and bulk process several times a year um as coaches who are putting that out to their audience and and I think we need to remind ourselves that whether or not we're aware of it people are looking up to us even if you've got 100 followers on social media people are, looking, people are looking up to you as somebody who knows what they're talking about within the industry 
So bringing in your own complicated mm-hmm. views of body image seeps down to people who are looking definitely, up to you. Definitely, definitely. And it, 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 even though I feel like, you know, I don't show certain things, which means that, you know, because I don't think it's important about what I do. Even the other day, I've been putting videos up of um my power clean like progress just because I don't know, I just like I got a post about that I do something. And um I got like two or three messages saying, Oh, um, I I don't do sh- should I be doing this? I don't do cleans or anything. And I'm like, no. It's your program. You should be doing what you need to do. People, oh, I I don't do anything like this. Like, should I be doing it? And I'm like, why? I mean, why would you? Why would you? And so, so even even me then, who was just putting up a harmless video of me doing power cleans because it was in my program and it's just something that I'm playing with at the minute. Even that spurred two or three people. I can't remember thinking well Sasha's a fitness professional she's doing power cleans so should I be doing power cleans even that I don't want I don't want people to look at what I'm doing and think that it's the gold standard which is another reason why we don't do the what I eat in a day videos or things like that it's like me and Sasha both love food and you will see food on our stories mainly because we're like wow like (laughs) look at this or whatever it might be but it's not a hey look at me this is what I'm eating and if anyone um which is why we don't probably do it as like breakfast, lunch, dinner, meal one, no, meal no. two, meal three, meal four. Like that's that's not the the thing we're trying to give out. I think it's just um how would you describe some of the some of the messages that coaches put out that you find problematic? What sort of theme do they tend to follow? Is it mainly body image? <laughs> what did you say? How long have you got? No, we've only got about 20 minutes so don't just don't take up too long hmm is it mainly around body image do you think yeah because I'm I think in coaching honesty integrity conscientiousness and telling the truth which is honesty but telling the fucking truth is the most important thing so doing the work Having integrity, you know, doing what you know is right behind closed doors and telling the fucking truth. Yeah. I I had a conversation with a client of mine who is also a coach who has a history with competing and stuff like that. She said to me, do you think that um, ex-competitors who are now coaches struggle with not showing their body like because they do it all the time Mm -hmm. and I said what do you think of course and she said yeah I think people because she struggles with it she said I think people aren't honest with the fact that they still struggle believing that um the way your body looks has nothing really to do with your job and I said absolutely so the thing that gets me is the lack of honesty around that she's honest about it Fine, yeah, she still struggles with it, but she still is authentic enough to say, guys, I struggle with this. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, authenticity, I think, is a big one. Do whatever me. you want. Truth, yeah. integrity, honesty. Mm-hmm. But it's when it's masked, and I'm a 32-year-old woman who's been doing this for 14 years, right? I can smell it. I can mm-hmm. see it straight away. It's so obvious to me. But it's obvious to me because I know and I'm aware it's not obvious to the other people watching. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like I said to you, if people are wondering whether they should do power cleans because I'm doing them, can you imagine if I did way more than that surrounding like stuff like that? I just think you you never know what people are watching and what people are thinking about what you're posting. So as much as it's not my responsibility how everyone interprets everything I ever say, write or do... I'm still, it still matters and I'm still going to think about it. Yeah, there's um, a really good quote that I like that was used in the PFCA a lot, the qualification that I did recently, which is like, make it, uh, learn more about you to make it about them. 
Um, so basically saying you need to be more aware of why you are the person that you are, where you've come from, your mm-hmm. beliefs, your biases, mm-hmm. your understanding of the way that the world works mm-hmm. in order to be a better coach and make it about the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. Because if you do not know those things about yourself, mm-hmm. it is so easy for you just to let them jump in and make your biases around. Oh, goodness, yeah. For example, you believing that fat loss is the most important thing for every person who walks through your door. It regardless of the goal, yeah, exactly. Reg- reg- yeah, regardless of the... Even if you're somebody who identifies as a fat loss coach, you need to be digging a bit deeper to make sure that that yeah. person coming to you has the right intention behind fat loss. And it's not actually just because, oh, it's something that they, they, their mate's doing, so they thought they would do it as well. Or um, somebody really said something really nasty about them and that's that's their driver to change it's like that's whoa that's not necessarily a good place for you to be starting surely so I think it's um it's our it's our duty of care as coaches to be more aware of our own sort of experiences in life as well um just I said this to Sash quite uh, recently it's like um I've seen so so often, people, uh, as we've spoke about on the the, the pod before, uh, coaches coaching their clients based on their own hobbies. So, a bodybuilder coach training their clients like bodybuilders because they like bodybuilding. It's you know like, that was um, that post I did. Yeah, that was my most saved post of all. Was time. it? Yeah, it's so true though. It's literally the most true thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, but again, if that coach isn't aware that their biases are stro- so strong, yeah. it's ingrained in them that they only know about bodybuilding and that's fine by the way if you only do know about bodybuilding but then when a client when a client comes to you without a goal of being a bodybuilder you should refer out you should say actually you've got a goal of maybe training for triathlon I don't I'm not specialized in this area or I'm not um willing to express to you that this is something I've never done before and we're going to learn through it together it's not it's not it's not been explained trust honesty authenticity it's those it's those types of things yeah. um it's like it's like me like obviously I love football it's like me giving every <laughs> single person drills <laughs> exercises and drills based on the fact so that I'm funny. like that's so make, funny to me this is gonna make your quads super yeah. strong so that you're gonna be able to like be really powerful it's like mm. what it's it's not not relevant yeah and you know what it's really important for us to be honest in that because I, I had a consult with this was about six months ago now and it was just one of those consults where um, I think, how did you get here? Yeah, where have you come from? Where have you come from? Very, like the first, within the first five minutes, she was saying that she's booked to do a show next year and, you know, she needs to bring her like best physique. And I was like, um, <laughs> you took the wrong elevator to this floor. <laughs> the point where I genuinely said, like, this is really interesting to me. And she was a really nice girl, a uh, friend of a friend. And as I said, this is really interesting to me. She said, why? And she goes, I said, because, yeah, okay, I, I do remote coaching, but I've never done what you're asking in my life. Yeah, but and I think as well, sometimes how you yeah. got it. And she obviously, she was finding it funny. And I said, I, I, I said, I'll refer you to someone else who is pretty much can do exactly what you're hoping for. Um, but she is very young. And I did say, however, I would double, I would um have a think about whether you really want to do it but as I'm not going to coach you it's not really my place to say but as just a woman to woman be careful and she went to this coach that I recommended and she ended up deciding not to she she still works with that coach now but she ended up not wanting to do the show yeah so you have to be but can you imagine if I just went oh yeah I need a client fuck it yeah (laughs) it would have been a disaster because I'd have been like um, she's like oh Sasha the show's um next week and I haven't uh done anything I'd be like just chill <laughs> yeah. I'd be like just just relax man <laughs> yeah um but yeah honesty but well, again I think sometimes that's an, that's a and that's why like I said about people looking up without putting us on a pedestal people looking up to coaches to be able to direct them because a lot of the time when people come to us they are unaware or not sure on what they really need, right? It's like in the, the finance world, for example, when you maybe first start to try and organize your finances, you go to a financial advisor, but you don't know exactly what you need and from who and da, da, da. it would be really easy for them just to be like, 
well, yeah, I can sort everything for you. But maybe a good person would say, you probably need to talk to this person about that. You probably need to talk to this person about that. Mm. It's it's the same with fitness. And maybe this girl came to you. Uh, I don't know the, the situation exactly. But maybe she came to me like, I need a coach. Yeah. Just coach. Full stop. No, full stop. Yeah. So there's nothing else involved in that. And it's like, ah, okay. So do you want a coach which is helping you learn more about strength training? Are you after a coach that's getting you ready for a stage? Are you having a coach that's maybe getting you for a big event? Are you getting a, a coach that is going to help you build your relationship with body image? Yeah. Can you see how there's all, yeah, there's there's lots of different genres already. Hmm. But I would say if, if body image, oh, this is tough. If body image is something that you are worried about and you have a feeling that you're like really hung up on it, you're going to do a warning here, aren't you? Ooh. I feel like it's a good idea, though. I would say, if that was me, firstly, I would uh, work with Michelle, full stop, the end. My body image point of view, yeah. She's body great. Image, uh, works in the medical industry, body image researcher. Yeah. You can't, you can't actually probably get a better title than somebody a body, who's doing a body, a, image a body image researcher who um, coaches and writes and actually is like so knowledgeable that she would literally blow me out of the water. Like she's way ahead. Um, what do you notice about Michelle? Go on Michelle's Instagram. What do you not see? Jess. Photos. Of. Transformations. And herself naked <laughs> nailed it I'm so glad because that, that would have sounded good <laughs> um why because that's exactly what she is trying to help people get away from because that's her job now I'm not saying that that other thing is bad I'm just saying that it's her job to get people away from it so personally again you're listening to this podcast because you you care about what Jess and I have to say. So again, this is my thoughts and Jess's thoughts, not not like the rules. If I was worried that body image was consuming me, I personally would not hire someone off the internet where I know what they look like in their underwear. Personally. Why so? Maybe explain that, why you believe that. Because if I, this is coming from someone who, remember I said, if I was worried, if I was concerned, if I didn't want to have that as a focus anymore, mm -hmm. I think hiring someone who, who you can tell that it still means a lot to them is going to be tough and I think you will come to um a wall where it might just might not work that well yeah it depends. It, it depends the reason I said I'd go with Michelle is because if you're super focused on body image and you don't want to be super focused on body image I think a kind of obviously um compassionate conversation and chats around that topic are going to be extremely important but I think that any other focuses around body the way your body looks photo shoots um things like that it's kind of dissonance it's like oh yeah. and then and then you get the, the the argument of empowerment and oh yeah but you know it's empowering and you know what I actually think is empowering when it comes to bodies and what we look like? If yeah. you can look in the mirror on your own <laughs> with no phone in hand <laughs> and look and just be like, this is my body. This is what it looks like. Um, this is what it's looked like for a while. I have a feeling this is what it's going to look like for the majority of my life. Yeah, it might change, it might get bigger, it might get smaller, but I'm pretty much going to look like this and then be like, and that's fine. Oof, that's empowering. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I don't think is empowering? Aiming, uh, aiming to look a certain way in photos where it would almost be impossible to not look at not look at what you look like. It's impossible. 
Can you look at pictures of yourself in a photo shoot and not think, oh, I like, I don't like, or I like the way I look? It's not. It. Mm. I would struggle with that because, of, of course, if I see photo like posed professional photos of myself, of course I'm going to think about what I look like. It'd be, it'd be impossible not to. Yeah, but there's there's a reason as well, right? That um, and we've spoken about it a lot, but there's a reason that Michelle is doing a masters or doing a phd or whatever it might be in this topic which is the reason that personal trainers have such issues with body image and again what we said about filtering down from the top there's a reason that there's a whole area of trickle down body image yeah and and i think as well like she wrote a post about this not long ago which is i I thought was really interesting which is like five reasons that personal trainers struggle with body image okay the role of physical capital like we've said Mm -hmm. um it's the use of uh, your appearance to create status. Yes. Look Ooh, at, see, this is what look, I mean. This is what I mean. Like the the look at the people who are uh, fitness influencers who have got the biggest following, mm-hmm. like millions and millions and millions. The Gymshark models, that type you of people. They use body to create capital. Perfect. Yeah, they've they've created capital with it. Um, your body entails a physique based focus. So most clients come to personal trainers for an appearance based challenge. Okay, that's unfortunately the world that we live in in that in that sense as opposed to healthcare professionals who focus focus on functional changes okay so uh physios helping you get through an injury or what have you um but because we're focusing on physique so much it's pretty much unavoidable to not focus on body image when your only challenge is physique based stuff so coaches who are only ever talking about physique based stuff then there's there's a reason mm-hmm. There's also the elevated exercise requirements. So when you maybe first get into coaching as a PT, you mm-hmm. teach classes, you're mm-hmm. on your feet all day, da, da, mm-hmm. da, da. so you feel like over-exercising almost becomes part of your identity. Yes. Always yeah. on the go, always on your feet. Oh, I've done this. I've done three classes back to back because it's your job. So you can kind of be like, yeah, but it is my job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's even an element of that, isn't it? You know, when... Um, like how many times do you, uh, conversations maybe when you have with a new new person, not mm-hmm. a client or anything, but like just in general life, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh god, you train I don't know five days a week or whatever, and they're like, that's a lot. But then I'm like, I'm at the gym <laughs> five days a week, so I, I kind of get the privilege of being mm-hmm. able to exercise that often. Mm-hmm. It's not like I have to squeeze it in around family and yeah. childcare and all those things. It's mm-hmm. it is my job. So again, from a body image point of view, mm-hmm. over exercising thing. It's also a very image-led environment. It's mm-hmm. seen, seen as inspirational to look at a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, even think about like the clothes that we wear, tight-fitting mm-hmm. clothes, yeah. display that you display your physique. And then the last one is social media, right? So the algorithms actually capitalize on, like Sash said, what gets more engagement, which yeah. is you in a bikini. So yeah. it's there's lots of reasons why coaches might think that it is this elite thing to focus on because there's so many signals in our day-to-day life that are telling us well it is the gold standard Mm -hmm. so but if you're not aware enough of that as a coach to unpick it and why you think that you can see how that then can filter down to your clients which oh my god it felt honestly and that's such a good point Jess like it's so it's so easy for it to filter down I would even say watch the language um I've I've seen I've seen um these kind of words, which I which I'm not a fan of. Um, uh, Jess, you've probably heard some too. Fluffy, squishy, mm-hmm. um, soft. Um, I don't. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, like uh, when it comes to like food as well, like people saying um around like portion sizes and oh, I'm having this much because uh this is relevant to do you know what yeah. I mean like just um like I've had too much of this or I've had yes. too much lately I, um, yeah exactly I had a, a, a conversation with a client who's a coach the other day and she said oh I've been eating too much bread recently I was like is it 1995 <laughs> I was like uh, uh, am I have I come back in time like obviously we had a joke about it but she was like fucking hell in that in that weird how it's yeah in there is it funny that people think that they're eating too much bread but at one point people were having three bowls of special k a day and it was just <laughs> fine <laughs> make, it, make it make sense but words, so language is so important right just before we go um i feel fluffy so i am going to 
Jess? Uh, reduce my calories or yeah. go on a, go into a calorie deficit whatever so, what does, so as a coach if I posted that what would that tell the people who as we've said might be watching what you're doing and you're not really sure that they're watching what you're doing fluffy bad problem fluff solution lean restriction yeah 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 therefore like, you're saying to your audience if you oh, feel I'm, like this yeah you should do this too I'm oh what does fluffy mean google Fluffy can mean um, uh, more body fat than usual. Well, I'm that. Should I? Have you, you see how easy it is? It's so easy. Just remember, people thought that their program was missing power cleans just because I posted it. Can you imagine if I posted a picture? Oh, my God. I, it, it's so alien to me that I genuinely can't imagine it. Imagine if I posted, there's a mirror behind me. Which here. Me in a bikini, right? Going to Tenerife, as I've said. Um, gonna go on a mini cut for Tenerife, feeling a bit fluffy. Jess, if I posted that, what genuinely, what would you do? I'd, <laughs> I would message you and say, are you okay? My mum... It would be so out of character for you. <laughs> my mum would probably call me and go, Sash, uh, <laughs> uh, what's... Honestly, but that's... I want it to be that, like, it would be so weird. And, and what would that say to people? Okay, now, Sasha, if Sasha thinks that she's uh, needs to lose weight for a holiday, then I bloody need to. You've got to be careful because we think, oh, no, you know, people shouldn't copy what we're doing. Well, I'm sorry, but you've get, you've given yourself status by becoming a fitness professional who advertises on social media via imagery. You've done it. It's there. Whether you like it or not, you are an influential person, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So what you say matters. Yes. Yeah. Right. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for good, chat. good chat. Yeah, we'd love to would love to hear your thoughts on this one. Um yeah. it's a heavy it's a heavy one actually. Yeah, so, so like dropping our dropping our DMs, we always like to hear a bit more. Yeah. Um and we will see you next week for episode 120. Wow. We made it. We made it. Right, guys, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. See you later.